0: shout it out y'all this is Moshe Canty host of the podcast Conscious Moves this segment is sponsored by Mighty Healthy listen one of the best conscious moves that you can make is to invest in your physical health Mighty Healthy will help you do just that It strengthens your immune system, improves digestion, reduces inflammation due to its high concentration of antioxidants, and replenishes your body with the essential vitamins and minerals it needs daily. Go to MightyHealthy.com and to get 20% off of your purchasing price, type in the code CONSCIOUS. Tell them that Moshe sent you. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is your host, Moshe Kansi, host of the podcast, Conscious Moves. I'm glad to finally have the opportunity of making another Another episode, and and having the opportunity of of just building with you guys out there. This this opportunity has been one that I have not taken for granted, and I'm definitely thankful for being able to spend week after week with you guys discussing different topics that I know are of interest to those who listen. I'm speaking of which, um, as of the last time that I've checked. You know, Conscious Moves is now at 1.3K, which would indicate that you guys over the last eight weeks have listened to our episodes 1,300 times. And our estimated audience or our subscribers is at 71. So that is significant. And I stated last week that I'm not really too sold out on the numbers. And what I mean by that is that I don't want to play the numbers game. And then water down the message that I'm trying to convey to my audience. I think, again, that that would basically be doing us all a disservice. And I don't want to be focused solely on that. That's not to suggest that I don't pay attention to the numbers. I have to look at the analytics. I have to look at the data to be able to see what audience uh, I should be targeting my particular message towards. Who is actually subscribing and who's not. So there's a there's a, a thin line between focusing on these things so that the message that I want to convey targets a particular demographic while allowing my head to get so big when I look at the numbers. I'm human. I do look at those numbers, and it's a good feeling when you know that there are those individuals out there listening to your message. So I, again, I'm very thankful for that. Um, please, you know, I, I would I would advise everybody, man, if you have the opportunity to to sit down, to just listen to, to what it is that I'm saying on, the, on a weekly basis to do so. But if you don't have the opportunity of doing so, then just at the very least, encourage a loved one to do the same, all right? Um. Last week's episode, we spoke about political consciousness and I wanna do a quick recap. Not that I wanna reiterate much of what was said, but I left a few things out. Um. You know, we spoke about the necessity of Being able to become more politically in tune or astute to the affairs that's taking place in society so that we can become the power brokers and that politicians cannot then use our gullibility or us being naive against us. All right, that we have a direct stake in the affairs that are taking place within our lives and we're doing everything and everything within our power to become those decision makers and not allow... Others to make decisions for us Alright, we know historically That in this country in particular It has been To our disservice more than anything To our detriment more than anything Alright, but last Last week I wanted to speak about A A term known as Gerrymandering, it slipped my mind And after the episode I realized That I didn't even include it, but I just want to focus On this real quick, so Anybody who's not aware of this particular term, gerrymandering, then you should become very familiar with it. Now, everybody knows that I spent over 22 years incarcerated. If you don't know, then this is definitely the case. However, the term gerrymandering comes from the redistributing of districts. And what that means is that so I learned about this in prison. All right. And how it affected us was like this So every number of years The Census Bureau takes the census in the state Or in, in, in all over the country, in, in fact But in our state, this is how this process works So, uh, votes are uh, Excuse me, not votes um, The census conducts, conducts their research they, they go around asking individuals You know, their names And whether or not you live in this county And so on and so forth um, but what was happening while we were incarcerated, I don't know if individuals out here were aware of this, but we as prisoners were being counted to the population of the jails that we were in, 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 you know, um, incarcerated in. So, for instance, if I was in Pine City, New York, which is the area for Southport Correctional Facility, um, I would then be used as political father, so to speak, to be added to the population of Pine City. So Pine City, I believe we 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 al- along with being in, in, in Pine City at the time, I believe we were we were like six, seven hundred prisoners in the jail. Probably more. I'm not I don't know. My point is saying is that we were then counted, all of us were then counted to that particular county. In this case, Shimon County, all right? How does that, what does that mean, right? What does gerrymandering mean when there is a redistribution of human resources and how that carries over into the financial resources and how that affects us, okay? So being locked up, most of us were black and brown bodies, all right? This is no secret of that. So we're taking out of our communities, Where we would be able, as able-bodied men or citizens, contribute to the development and the upliftment, the empowerment of these particular communities. But being that we're now taken away from these particular communities and then placed in uh, prison, now our bodies are being counted towards that particular county. So, what the federal government does is that you have these politicians who stand on their podiums on their platforms right on their stumps during um run for runs for office or or during their run for offices, and they then now raise the argument that there needs to be a fight against crime, even if they're coming from communities where crime is 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 significantly low, they'll use the fact that uh there is crime or there is an increase or there are violent criminals in their community. And then they can use the statistics from those individuals who are incarcerated, in this case, us being in Pine City, as to support their data to simply say that we need to fight back against crime and violent criminals. Okay? So what happens is that once these individuals are elected, or even if they're not elected now, what happens in this case is that the, f- the federal government then Allocates resources towards that particular community To help them fight back against To help them fight against crime So now you have resources in these rural communities But Or being being put in these communities here But the resources in our communities Both human and financial Are being taken away from the community So what happens is that These rural communities now Have the resources in which livelihood is 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 now increased the value of their community has been appreciated all right and this is what is known as gerrymandering and this is what these politicians were doing for a very long time now it has since been outlawed in the state of new york all praise is due to a law for that and now what happens is that if you've been locked up let's say in kings county then you will be counted even if you're upstate new york your body will be counted at at your, your your body will be counted and added to that population in Kings County. And the same thing goes for Bronx County, Queens County, Manhattan County, and so on and so forth. It's no longer going to be upstate New York in Erie County or Chemung County or Cayuga County. It's not it's no longer going to empower a majority white community anymore. All right, and the reason why I wanted to express this was because I wanted to show my listeners why this is, why these type of things are important. Because if you don't know this, if you lack the knowledge, the basic understanding of these things, then that again does us a disservice as well. Because what that now means is that you don't have the knowledge of the the inner workings of the system that we live in. But yet, many of us go out to vote for politicians. Who stand on these podiums saying that they're going to do this? They promise us this. They're going to promise us that. They never live up to their promises. They get in office and do, Allah knows what, and ultimately it comes back to you know kick us in the butt. All right. So this knowledge, these terms, you know, the the inner workings of the system need to be understood so that the wool is not continuously pulled over our eyes. So, but going back to gerrymandering and why this is important. And why tactics like these Are used by politicians To empower their communities And emasculate and weaken our communities Is is something that we should be very much aware of Because this is what happens Not only in our time But inter-generationally Am I saying that right? On an intergenerational level Okay? So meaning that it, It doesn't just affect us in our time It also affects us Moving forward, or our successes moving forward, and this is something that i want to want to want to focus on just for a, 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 a couple of a minutes right so when I was sitting back in the cell watching all of this take place because we used to have census workers come to us and ask us questions such as um are are you this individual are you that individual is your name Moshe Canty? you know do you want to be uh, uh i mean how long have you been in this in in this environment?" How long have you you lived in Pond City? They used to come into prison asking us these questions as if we were citizens of this particular county. So what what I sat back and I noticed over time what was happening was that when federal resources are poured into these communities, these communities now become stronger because now businesses come to these communities now. Now you have individuals who just lived there and who may have been down and out on their luck now have the opportunity to, to to use the fact that there are resources being put into this community or allocated into this community, now they have an opportunity, let's say, to open up a business. And now they become prosperous as a result of other individuals, in this case, black and brown bodies who are sitting in these prison cells suffering. All right. On the other hand now, or not, not for nothing, no, to add to that, you have officers now who become employed by the New York State Department of Correctional Services now. Now, as employees, in many cases, white officers, right? Because that, that industry is not too, too diverse, right? So in this case, you have these officers coming to work, right? They live in these rural areas. Many of, many of them are from these particular areas, right? They now then get, get a check. Their resources now go into the community, and it contributes to the upliftment or empowerment of these communities. They then now use their resources to empower their families, their loved ones, their children, while these black and brown bodies that are incarcerated now cannot contribute to their family's upbringing, their community's up, uh, well-being or empowerment. And now what happens is that you have this dichotomy. And that the dichotomy means that there's now are two separate or two contrasting realities, in the black and brown community, where the human and the financial resources are being sucked out of it, you have more poverty. And now what happens in these rural communities now is that because the value of it has appreciated, now these these communities go up in value now. All right? So now they become more prosperous, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now what happens is that white America becomes more, more stronger and black and brown America becomes more weaker. Okay, so if if the black and brown bodies in america are serious or sincere about changing their conditions for the better then it's incumbent upon them to become knowledgeable about the inner workings of the system that which comes up with the laws, the policies, the regulations, etc., which ultimately these black and brown bodies are being governed by. So this is why this knowledge is very important. All right? But again, over the last couple of years the, the, the laws regarding gerrymandering Have been changed to the extent that now Those who are incarcerated Their bodies are being added To the counties in which they were Incarcerated and So in my case I was locked up in Kings County Which is in Brooklyn So year after year When the census is being conducted Now that then uh, I mean which means that now My My my, uh, my body would, would add to the population of Brooklyn Okay, so I just wanted to, to 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 explain that so we can understand how these terms affect us moving forward. All right, today's topic is a little bit different. I'm I'm going to use that as a segue to take me into what I want to speak about today, which 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 is, is simply the title. It speaks for itself, right? We 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 know set self worth versus net worth. All right, and and the reason why I want to speak about that is because. You know, we know we're, we out, we out, everybody talking about getting to that bag. You know, we out here, we trying to get to the bag. And what that translates to is that everybody is trying to find ways in which we should be able to get to that money. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I encourage you to go out there to try to get that bread, right? But to what extent is that encouragement is, is important, all right? And I'm of the belief that particularly me, black black man in America, um, it's incumbent upon me to increase... In, in any way that I can increase my ways in which to generate revenue legally, it's incumbent that I do so. So a black man in America should have at least five streams of income coming in, in comparison to others, man, because of of, of the way things are stacked up against us. And that's just... keep. I'm just keeping it real. Now, that might be different. Another black man might have a different uh, outlook on that, right? He might make it big. He might strike it big and it, he might come up to the extent that he might not feel like he... You know, he he adheres to that same that same doctrine. OK, I'm just simply saying that for me, I believe that multiple streams of revenue are important for black men in America to be able to succeed. And not only succeed, but be able to compete on the level that our white counterparts um um, um have have lived their lives for. We know centuries. Right. In this country in particular. Um, But today's episode is called self-worth versus net worth. And what I've been doing is just listening to, you know, the ways in which individuals are getting to the bag. All right. And I had to now then ask myself, well, if I was living in today's time, how would I be getting this bag? How would I be getting to the bag and stuff like that? I mean, and I'm speaking in the sense of of the, the illegal sense in that in that regard. Right. Because years ago, when I was out here getting money on the streets or whatever the case would be like that. You know, it was the same stuff. You know, we was out there selling drugs. We was doing stuff that we had no business doing or whatever the case may be like that. So I, 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 I'm now saying, damn, what if I was young and, and misguided and, 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 I, and I didn't have the this, you know, the ability to be able to foresee the future of of a prison cell and in and, 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 and a coffin or what have you. Right. How would I be, you know, being influenced by my, my by my era? Now, I know that there's multiple ways, and I'm not going to get into that. I just want to focus on whether or not individuals is chasing the bag, getting to the bag at the extent of sacrificing their self-worth and whether or not we know the difference between self-worth and net worth. All right. It's very important that we understand these terminologies. All right. So I said, you know what? Is our hunger for net worth motivated by a desire to compromise our self-worth? Everybody has to answer that question and and answer that question critically and honestly. I'm I always like to bring it back to myself because I'm I'm using this platform to speak about Moshe, right? But I'm I'm not only using this platform to speak about me as if I'm the focal point. No, everybody is their own focal point. Everybody has to focus on their own individual self. But in this case, you only hear my voice being spoken. All right? I'm I'm the only one speaking, but I want you as an individual to look at yourself. So in this case, I'm asking you, have you at any point in your life or are you at this current moment, are you sacrificing your self-worth to gain net worth? All right, to your own detriment. Now for me, I at one time did that. You know, like I said, selling drugs in your own community is destruction. Contributing to the destruction of your own people is self-destruction. All right, no one should ever Feel a need to want to contribute to self-destructive tendencies that ultimately weaken your community, but ultimately empower others. And that's what those of us that was caught up in that in the crack era. That's what we was doing. We was destroying our community. This is this. This is no no other way to put that. We contributed to the disruption of families. We contributed to the demoralization, the, the denigration of women. We contributed to the devaluation of who we were, the depreciation of our community as a whole. So we can't then now say that the problems that we see taking place today with the young youth, that these individuals are not direct descendants of our actions. In many cases, some of these young brothers and sisters come from homes that we help disrupt. All right. So, you know, we're all a part of this whole process here in terms of trying to rebuild or give back and do the best that we possibly can in terms of trying to raise not only the awareness, but the conditions of our people, because if we contributed to the destruction of the community. Then by all means, we should be doing everything within our power to try to uplift it. So in this case, I have to always go back to me. What did I do? How did I live my life? Was I someone who contributed to it? And the answer is yes. By contributing to the disruption and the dysfunction and the destruction of the black community, or the community in general, or society in general, by contributing to that, I then now was devaluing or lowering my standards to the extent that myself, I I, I had to, I have to now question my 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 understanding of my own self worth. My quest to obtain material gain ultimately allowed me. Or compelled me in this case To compromise whatever Self worth values That I had about myself So I I pose this question to everyone Are other individuals Today doing the same things Or if you have done it in the past Have you gotten to the self Have you gotten to Have you answered yourself honestly And moved on from that To say to the extent that yes I made some poor decisions But As a result of those poor decisions, I I, I realize now that I'm willing to move forward and help correct those things. And for me, that's what I had to ultimately do. And first, let me define, you know, what what self-worth is so that we'll understand, get a little bit more clarification of exactly what I mean. So when I say self-worth, what does that mean? Self-worth is to value who you are. It is rooted in the fundamental belief that you are an invaluable person. So just think about that for a second. You are an invaluable person. Nobody can really put value to you. There's no price that anybody can say you're worth and so on and so forth. Sometimes we like to watch sports and say, oh, this individual is worth, or not sports, but in this case, this dude got his businesses or his assets, he's worth, that we're talking about his net worth. But when we start talking about your self-worth, can you really place... A value on that? Can you really put a price on how much you're worth as an individual? And my beliefs, I say no. Nobody can place a value on me, and I can't place a value on you. All right. So what happens is that we're invaluable, man. We are some very precious, um, some sophisticated, some some expensive individual who's right. Um, and I and I say that not only sarcastically but in all honesty. You know, we 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 have. The capabilities and the ability to rise above our conditions to the extent that there is no value that can be placed on us. You know the the the, the fact that we've been created, the fact that we are living uh, uh, beings on in this realm is a manifestation of our worth, and there's nothing more great of an honor to, than to be living in this realm, talking, loving, feeling, smelling. And doing all the things that we do on a daily basis And the things that many of us take for granted But having an awareness of that That self-awareness Is what ultimately contributes to your self-worth Many of us don't understand that at a young age Because we're so caught up within the external factors But we we fail to take into consideration Those internal things that ultimately shape and mold Who we are as individuals That internalization That self-internalization that critique of who you are is you now examining those values or your worth. You know what I mean? who you are to the world. All right. You're questioning who am I? Why am I? You know, what is my purpose here? You know, the values that you were taught. Some of us were taught some very strong values. Others, unfortunately, were not. But even in the midst of not being taught those values, some individuals were still taught great values. Right. And those values is what ultimately shaped and molded all of us to who we are. Okay, and we all know what those values are. Some of those values are, let's just say, for instance, respect your elders. That is a value. All right. Those are values that that level of respect between one generation from those individuals that came before you to to, to the current individuals that are here right now. That level of respect. That's something that, you know, is passed down from generation to generation that has been going on from time immemorial. Okay. now, the reason why that's important is because by understanding that level of respect Then now this will allow you to not only respect your elders But respect others as well Not respect your elders But respect everyone in general Alright So if you value respect of others Then more than, more than likely you're going to re- value your own your Respect of yourself So if you respect yourself Then you're going to conduct yourself a certain way Alright You're going you're gonna to ensure that you empower yourself Or you treat yourself with more respect than you treat anybody else so if you respect your mother, you're going to make sure that you treat yourself with more respect than you do your own moms. Real talk. Because how can you res- truly love and respect and honor your mother if you don't truly love and honor and respect yourself? So these are the values that ultimately build and, you know, they shape and mold who who you are, what your worth is. All right. Again, they're priceless. You can't place a price on that. But over the course of time, what happens is that these, these righteous values, these righteous principles, these Great things about ourselves become eroded through the course of time because we then now internalize external, external uh, values outside of ourselves that we might see within the community, for instance, that may not necessarily be a part of us, but might exist right before our very eyes. So we might see greed. We might see uh, deceit. People value deceit. People value greed. They value all these things. We can live in a community in which all this exists and might not know anything about that until we get involved within that community. Some of us, unfortunately, might see that within their very homes. Okay? But my point is this, though. In terms of weighing your self-worth against your net worth, some of us, in, in this case, my experiences, allowed me to... Throw out who I was as an individual For the quest to try to get to that bag And that was ultimately to my detriment And it led to me spending countless years in prison So that's what I want us to basically look I want us to see whether or not we understand What our worth is to this world And I spoke last week about somebody who stated to me Or a couple of weeks ago who stated to me A friend of mine who did not have an awareness Of what that person's next move Or what in this case her next move would be Okay She was struggling. She is struggling right now. She's dealing with a host of issues and she doesn't understand what her worth is. Because of that fact, it's hard for her to even envision her being in a better space. So how can we truly value who we are when we lack the awareness or the ability to be able to see beyond the current state of existence? And in many instances, we're willing to do whatever to get a fast dollar. We see it in society from the highest levels of government on down. We see Individuals willing to do any and everything for a quick buck Where is the self-worth at? Alright, we can justify our our reasons for doing so But the question ultimately boils down to what you value Who your self-worth is And are you willing to throw out any values That mean something to you For the sake of chasing a dollar For me, I was willing to do that And unfortunately it led to me spending You know, 22 years Caged up Everybody knows who, do, who does know me That I was locked up for A simple robbery Okay And that cost me 22 years of my life Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Absolutely not But I was willing to do that To increase my net worth But what about my self worth? Did that mean anything? What about the fact that I was my, my mother's only only son? And that she had high expectations of me. But I threw all of that out the window. All of the lessons that she taught me about my friends or respecting others. And having respect for yourself. I threw all of those values out the window. And I disrespected the property of someone else. I disrespected the life of someone else. I disrespected the personhood of someone else. I disrespected my community community. And etc. etc. And as a result of that, I had to suffer because of that clash between trying to figure out who I was as an individual and ultimately how much money I wanted to put in my pocket at the same damn time. Now I'm not telling no I'm not I'm not advising anybody not to go out there to try to get that bag. It's just the way to go about doing it. Be very mindful of crossing those lines. Some of us have no problems crossing those lines, and that's all right. If those are your values, then by all means, man, you're going to do what you got, you got to do No matter what anybody tells you But for somebody like myself who had to suffer Under some very harsh conditions I know The difference between making a poor decision That could ultimately lead you in somebody's jail And making a wise decision That could ultimately empower you So this, this, this is, is simply I don't want to overwhelm everybody I just want us to simply just You know, I want to put this in, in its proper context Self-worth net worth let's look let's look at these two things critically let's look at society let's look at our communities let's look at where we are at our at this current state of 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 our lives and whether and, and how is it that we're acquiring the the wealth that we're seeking to attain on a daily basis and whether or not that means us compromising any principles or any of our values that we hold true to ourselves is it compromising your integrity is it compromising who you are is it devaluing your worth? All right? So I just want us to focus on those things right there. Very important. Um, on another note, um, you got to forgive me for not, not not shouting out individuals by name. Some individuals, I would rather not mention their names. I'm, I'm not one of those individuals that drop names on the, on the regular. Because individuals some individuals that I know, a lot of people are still caught up. So those that 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 know me, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know I have love for y'all. Y'all know um I wish you guys and and females the best. Um I I love y'all. Y'all already know what it is, right? So forgive me for individuals who may have felt like I overlooked them. I'm not overlooking anybody. I'm just not mentioning anybody's names across these airwaves. All right? Um you just you guys you got people out there doing what they gotta do. And that goes back to you know, being involved in stuff that that comes with risk. So I don't want to just be sitting up in here uh, mentioning names and, and 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 for the sake of doing so. That's not that's not what I'm in here for. I'm just trying to put forth a message in hopes that they can you know raise the awareness of others and stuff like that. Um, on another note, um, I I, I definitely want to give a shout out. But hold on, let me let me add to that because the individuals who I do mention by name are the individuals who are far removed from all the senselessness. And things that, you know, come with all the other you know, buffoonery and stuff like that, that comes with the, the risks associated with the buffoonery and all that like that. Nah. These are individuals who are far removed from all that, that senselessness. All right. Individuals who are doing the right thing, who who value, you know, their freedom and stuff like that. So we gotta be very mindful about that. Um finally I just wanna simply say that um the the project is going on great. Um, I wanna shout out my sister Kia Brown, whose podcast, um, put your phone down and, and spend family time is 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 doing well. I would advise everybody to tune into that, please, because she is doing some remarkable, remarkable work. And for me to support her is is is, is an honor. And I'm I'm very proud of her. So anything that she's involved in, I definitely wanna help her succeed and do the things that she's doing and trying to help um, educate the the public about the work that her and her family is involved in and I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for, for her support overall um, she and I we intend on to collaborate in, on some endeavors moving forward we have some stuff in the works which we believe will be of benefit to us both as well as to to the listeners, but she's doing some, some great stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm, very proud of her. We should be very supportive of one another with our endeavors. Um, you know, when she, you know, when she reaches out to me with her, with her support, you know, put, put your phone down, a, a, a podcast It's it's to me, it's, 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 it's only right that we support each other. You know, we're, we're all trying to, you know, strive to do the right things. So I just wanted to shout her out because she's she's doing the right thing, and I'm again I'm proud of her and the work that her family is doing as well. Um, again, I'm not going to hold anybody up. I just wanted to basically give you guys some some basic information about self worth and net worth. Um, this is this is a a very serious topic. Um, I, I love you guys. Um, to my brothers that are behind the wall, y'all continue to remain firm, and I hope y'all families are continuing to stay strong and supporting you guys under some very stressful situations and circumstances um to everybody that's con- been continuing to support me again i appreciate the love and the support thank you guys i really 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 appreciate that and um, with that being the case i'm gonna leave you guys as i leave you guys every week what I was saying which si- simply states that a conscious mind makes the best moves and what that means is that um the, the, the higher your state of awareness or the, the more better you move, the higher your state of awareness and likelihood exists that you'll make better moves moving forward. So don't invalidate that. Strive to make the best moves that you possibly can. Stay focused out there. I love all y'all. Salamu Alaikum.